Hey listeners, welcome to our podcast, Alpha Bet You Never Knew That, where three friends chill and talk about all things spooky, but in alphabetical order. Have you ever questioned the unknown? Are you wondering if there's supernatural things lurking out there, things that are hidden from plain sight? Well, this is the perfect place for you. We are your hosts, Javeria, Maria, and Minnell, and we post new episodes every other Friday. Dark places where humans are never seen. What goes on in the shadows? A silent graveyard that is home to the dead and their bodies decomposing within the black fermented soil keeps us far away. The silence is enough to make you go mad and the smell of flesh is burning in your head along with sights of monster-like demons overpowering your mind. You feel a weathered hand crawl on your shoulder and before you can scream, Dangerous teeth sink into your skin. The body you once loved is no longer yours. So starting off with a very deep, scary intro, you're wondering what we're going to talk about today. Well, we're going to talk about something called ghouls. And the word doesn't really seem scary. Well, they are very scary indeed. Um, So I'll start us off with the intro. So I'll be talking about what ghouls are, their origin, and um, everything we need to know about them. So a ghoul is a mythical creature which originated in pre-Islamic. They are very hideous human-like monsters, um, and they dwell in the desert and other secluded locations um, in order to lure travelers. And we'll talk about that more later. So it all started when Arabian Nights was translated um, into French, and um, that's when the Western idea of ghoul was introduced. Um, And that's the longest surviving literature, um, which is um, Arabian Nights that mention ghouls. Um, The term was first used in English literature in 1786, which describes ghouls um, of Arabian folklore. It originated in pre-Islamic times, and I think this is how you pronounce it. Cute rub is um, the ghoul, the male ghouls, and the females are called gula. Um, so many believe the term to be related related to Galu, a Middle Eastern demon. So they are related to demons, um, and in Sumerian and Babylonian mythology, um, the Galus, also called Galas, are were great demons and devils that roamed the streets, hiding in dark corners or desert places, deserted places. And according to religion of Babylonian, um, the Galu lurked in remote or hidden places like graves, mountaintops, and in the shadows of ruins. They would go out at night, enter homes through holes and crevices, and torture their victims. Very scary. No! 
<laughs> we did not want that at night. Yeah, that's a no-no. Sleep peacefully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the Galu were said to be so frightening, hideous, that they were associated with nightmares. Not that they were already scary enough. Um, they were also known to drink the, the blood and devour the flesh and bones of their victims. Mm. Maybe um, that's why you like see scary things at night. Maybe or, that's why um, you have nightmares. Your nightmares. Like, you know how some people can see, like, things mm-hmm. um, at night, like, unexplainable stuff? Maybe and, then you th- and then you think it's a dream and it's not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that very, could... very scary. Yeah. Ooh. That's what it sounds like. I mean. Like, but they're physical, right? Yeah, they're physical. They're not. Um, I mean, they're mythical creatures, but they are physical beings. Maybe they can transition to like maybe not physical bodies but like you know what I mean like they, shadowy stuff they can they can we'll talk oh about God. that later oh okay okay <laughs> so um in ancient Arabian folklore the ghoul um dwells in burial grounds and they're also known to be found in uninhabited places like graveyards um and they are also known to be a type of jinn mm. Um, and more details about the ghoul. Um, basically, they drink blood, they eat the dead, they prey on young children, they seduce humans, they are sh- uh, shapeshifters, and they are evil demons that can turn to a form of animal, um, especially a hyena and an ostrich. And they are known to steal coins. I don't know why, <laughs> but they do. Um, so basically, they lure people into the desert waste and abandoned places to slay and devour them. They, as I said, they prey on young children, they eat the blood, they steal coins, and they take the form of the person who they've eaten. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, they not only can take the form of the person they've eaten, but they can also do other things with that person, which I'll talk about later on. Um, but like, how does that even work? Like, how can they, they can shift into animals and also human form. Man, um, that's a lot of talents. <laughs> They're very talented. They're very talented. I mean, they can shape shift into humans or animals. And yeah, that's they- crazy magic. That's like unbelievable at that's this unbelievable. point. I think they have like a certain greed to them. A breed, you said? Uh, uh, like greed. Oh, yeah. Or envy of yeah. humans. I want to know what goes on in their mind, like when they're choosing this particular human, you know? Or they just eat whoever they want. Mm. Maybe it's like humans that, well, I'll get, <laughs> I'm probably alluding to my part, but um, okay. like something. Like these humans are already bad in the first place. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, I mean, or they're overly ambitious in the wrong way. And they're bad too. So maybe they can sense like that person was evil, you know, when they were alive. <gasps> they did some dangerous stuff. No. <laughs> um, so there were several theories regarding the origin of ghouls and the three most common are the ghouls that are a type of demon as i said the result of demon and a human cross 
uh, breeding or normal humans who suffered from an ancestral curse. Um, so this is where it gets a little crazy. Um, ghouls who are well fed on human flesh are indistinguishable from normal humans. They look exactly like the human that we know. Mm -hmm. um, and when a ghoul goes long periods of time without feeding on flesh, the less human-like they look. Um, and when they go into the later, later stages of starvation, they get extremely pale and thin and their veins show um, and they have long claw-like nails. And this is when they look um, like how people know them to be. Like oh, those, okay. yeah, you get it? Like those um, mm -hmm. uh, scary creatures that we know them to be, but actually they look like normal humans when they uh, um, are feeding on the flesh. Oh, um, it's like stages. Yeah, there's different like stages, stages of them. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Um, so apart from that, um, they take on the abilities and appearance of any persons whose body they've eaten. Um, some ancient stories claim that ghouls also turn into hyenas and other animals, but so far that remains unverified. Um, they tend to be slightly stronger than humans, and mm -hmm. they eat human flesh on a regular basis in order to survive, obviously. Um, and a ghoul who denies their um, hunger for flesh will begin to suffer suffer the physical effects of starvation even though they eat other food they have to eat human flesh in order to physically look normal um or they will suffer mental distortion um the ghouls will yeah oh wow so they were lose all sense of humanity and they were no longer look human-like um and because ghouls are able to take on the form of any human whose flesh they've eaten, um, those who are careful to conceal their eating habits can operate in human society. So we might know a ghoul or two in our life. <laughs> oh, get out. <laughs> and even, even if they're caught, they're mistaken for human cannibals. So you know all those stories of people eating humans mm -hmm. maybe they're actually ghouls oh my god yeah that's that's what that's what popped in my head like right? what if people who eat other humans what if they're just um what like ghouls? Just ghouls yeah yeah <gasps> honestly like because normal people like us wouldn't eat humans yeah so I what mean, goes through their mind i get you know there are people who are curious but they're also like, I think you just have to be a special kind of almost like a special breed to do those kind of acts. Exactly. Like you have to like know, I don't know, you have to like actually have a motive to want to do that. Mm -hmm. Like nobody normal would do that, right? Nobody normal. Like, That's I don't know if, unheard of. I don't know if it's just me, but I don't think normal humans like, like are so curious to why don't you just eat yourself then <laughs> why don't you... yeah like i don't know like you rip off a piece of your own flesh and then start eating it yeah oh, that's another kind of cannibalism that's but... like self <laughs> but that's very believable when i 
and I read this I was like oh my god that makes so much sense yeah and then that's when their true nature becomes revealed is when they are deprived of human flesh that's when we see those monsters they come out at night Um, and to avoid that they actually need to eat enormous amounts of human flesh like 10 to 15 pounds per day whoa that's That's, a lot of meat that's more than like what a human you can really eat yeah and that's per day like per day per day oh my god so then but wouldn't we know that these humans in the graveyards are missing yeah well i mean there are stories of a grave robberies well, that okay happen. okay great oh, robberies i have a story that, that yeah makes sense so that may be the reason why because a lot of them go missing and people think that they're just like you know humans are just selling their bodies but it could be that they're getting eaten and considering it's like that's 10 true. to 15 pounds that's a lot we're <laughs> like yeah. trafficking like yeah trafficking come on like what if it's like someone like really powerful like a ghoul that's really powerful in society <laughs> And they're just like trafficking all these people um, to eat their own flesh or sell oh them. God. But yeah, that's like more than they—they they would have to feast on so many more bodies because human like that's gonna run out if they eat like ten. That's to what I'm thinking. Like they can only eat dead humans, right? They can't eat humans that are alive. I don't think. I mean, they don't want to is- be seen. It says human flesh, so it could be alive. But I think it's easier if they're in a graveyard because they're just, like, open. You know, like, humans are actually, like, in a house and stuff. Like, they're just, like... Graveyards are, like, basically, like, a feeding ground for them. Like, food storage. So that's probably easier. But I don't think it's, like, impossible. I'm pretty sure they eat, like, actual human people. Yeah, they would if they didn't have any other choice. That makes sense. Okay. Those who begin to suffer the effects of starvation eventually become inhumane um, predators and, and while most school children are raised on human flesh they do not seem to suffer the effects of deprivation until they reach puberty so the uh, starvation for human flesh doesn't come until they reach a certain age um, so ghouls can actually reproduce both with themselves and with humans um, because they're human like they can produce like reproduce with humans right Good. <laughs> honestly ghoul babies um and although ghouls reproduce normally some ghouls family believe that it's necessary for them to um, breed with humans in order to prevent their bloodlines from becoming um to a point of weakness oh my god <laughs> And families who follow this tradition typically believe that offspring between a human and a ghoul will only be produced if a human has first been buried alive or imprisoned um, for at least 24 hours prior to mating. That's some tough oh, rules. Shoot, man. <laughs> That's oh, some shoot. tough rules there. Oh, whoa, how they thought <laughs> on this stuff? I want to know that now. I know. Like, what if you don't follow that? What's gonna happen? Like, twenty-four hours. <laughs> twenty-four point. <laughs> like twenty-six hours. <laughs> and um, human women impregnated by a male ghoul are typically held captive until the child is born, 
And then they obviously eat them and kill them. It sounds like some abusive marriages, I know. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> That's like, disturbing. What the heck? I know. So sad. And then human men who mate with female ghouls have a shorter expected lifespan. So I don't know. I'm sure they still eat the baby. Right? Wait, the, the female ghoul has a shorter lifespan or the human man? Uh, the, the human child. man. Oh, the man, oh. the man. I thought oh. <laughs> yeah, the, human, the humans have shorter lifespans. They took his soul too, huh? Mm. <laughs> That's kind of weird though, like just thinking about that. Like, why don't they just um, like, you know, breed within their own like kind? Oh, because here it says um, that the families believe that it will make their bloodline weak weak yeah oh so, so it's necessary for them I, to like, i think they so rely weaker. on us they rely on humans you know so their choice is not only graveyards they also have a choice to eat their own spouse or a baby if they're right. human though like i don't think it would be like the same like ghoul like they can't eat another ghoul right I think they can. Because human women impregnated by male ghouls, they can eat their child. So as long as it's like not, it has like some kind of human. Some human, yeah. Half human or. Like, Mm -hmm. so then pure ghouls are very hard to find then. Yeah, I don't think they eat themselves. They Uh... eat some part of human form, you know dang this that's yeah. all kinds of disturbing very disturbing indeed um so ghouls frequent places of human death and misery um especially if the location um is like i said like graves um and they typically avoid sunlight and um they maintain a network of tunnels to creep about below ground so maybe they're like hiding somewhere underground or just somewhere dark and places where it's like abandoned Mm -hmm. and then they also can defend themselves um so they as i said they're stronger than humans and they're overpower they overpower most humans and um they use weapons such as spears um, to, and mostly they depend on their powerful claws to defend themselves. So if they need mm. to, they are dangerous, um, and they can somehow use weapons like spears. Oh wow! So they're very familiar with like how humans work. Or yeah, because I'm like you know they act like humans too, right? Mm-hmm society so i'm sure they know like all these stuff yeah Uh, so in modern reports um especially those of fantasy fiction and horror um ghouls with the power to absorb oh so this was the other thing that i was talking about that ghouls um not only can take the form of the human they've eaten but they can also absorb the memories of the dead through the in Ingestion of sense organism organs. Oh, sense organs. 
Hmm. What? That's insane. What, what would they do with those memories? Like, I don't understand. Oh, no. Trick people. Or oh, wait, they're already dead, yeah. though. They're already they're, dead. Where are you? They could pretend to, because you were saying that they can pretend to be, like, people. Like, they can shapeshift into them. Yeah. So oh, okay, maybe they, me. like, pretend to be that person because they have those memories, <gasps> too. No. My god, then that that's... person's dead, though. No, 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 but they don't, like, the fam- like, let's say there's a family, and then, like, that person is, like, dead, one of the members, but the family doesn't know they're dead, so the pool is just taking over there. Maybe. <laughs> them as, like, pretending kind of to be them. But how long would they do this for? Like, if they... They probably... I mean, uh, maybe, and then, like, they what uh probably make them die or something the body they were holding and then they go on kill. to kill another person and then you'll yeah. probably think oh okay um like they died from like a suicide or they died from like an accident or whatever mm-hmm. but then they so never wh- been that person what anymore. if those celebrity sightings that we see are actually ghouls taking over their bodies <laughs> Not reptilians. <laughs> no, maybe they're a reptilian. Wait, what if they look reptilian, but they're actually ghouls? Oh my god. Something to think about. Dun, dun, dun. You're a reptilian. <laughs> I am not a reptilian. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that now. Don't you dare prove it. Conspiracy <laughs> theories out of me. <laughs> prove it. <laughs> you never know. Um, so when a ghoul consumes the heart and the brain of the person, it also temporary assumes both the appearance and the memory so that concludes everything that I was saying um and so they have a lot of power they have the power to lure humans into wherever they want they can eat eat they can kill humans they can even become human so they have a lot of um power to do whatever they want mm-hmm. They can take over the world. They're very interesting. I would like to meet a ghoul one day. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Why whoa, would you want up. to meet one? You, from afar. From afar. From afar. From afar. How do you even know? Like, just like see like, someone just eating, like, <laughs> graveyard. Maybe I would be disturbed. Maybe I'm a ghoul. Oh my god. Don't say that. Maria's trying to collect us and send us to her ghoul friends. That's what she's trying to do. Oh my god. (laughs) You're not I'm not gonna fall for it. Your blood is very sweet. Oh my god. Stay away. I don't wanna know. (laughs) Stay away from me. (laughs) But um yeah, that was my intro of ghouls. And I know that we're gonna dive deep into more interesting stuff and i'm very excited to hear them Mm. all right so i'm gonna dive deep into the cultural interpretations of different types of ghouls so like maria mentioned before uh arabic ghouls are pretty much um male and female as well um but in this case female ghouls are mostly referred to as mother ghouls or aunt ghouls and this ghoul is mentioned in many tales where she kind of lures unlucky men into her home and she also eats them basically um 
And ghouls in early Arabian lore were also known to dwell in uh, deserted areas and people who traveled far near cemeteries or abandoned buildings or even through deserted wastelands were warned to be very careful around these creatures. Um, and they're also thought to be bipedal as well, and they have a hunched back and they're always crawling or sometimes even running on all fours like an animal. So, and they're also known to eat young children because they're easier to catch and would feed off of any human if they had the chance to cannibalize. In many early myths, there are also descriptions of ghouls that are quite hairy, and this is because they're known to have canine features. So they're just kind of assumed to look overall animal-like and similar, like kind of having hyena features as well, kind of what Maria mentioned uh, earlier. And they also have the ability to shapeshift. And some appear as beautiful women that prey on lustful men by luring them into secluded areas or as animals in the desert, kind of like a hyena. And they're known to be staying in these forms until they had the chance to pounce on their victim and devour them quickly. Uh, ghouls were also thought to be fond of preying upon travelers or even solo travelers or even groups of travelers. And some stories claim that they lit fires off of well-traveled paths so they could lure a single traveler into a trap and devour them. So they have many ways on how to catch uh, someone who is a, who could potentially be a victim of their prey. And in addition to having a dog-like face, ghouls are also thought to have humanoid bodies and hoof-like feet. And hooves were particularly used to identify ghouls. And it's said that when a ghoul was nearby, a hoof-like imprint of the creature would be very easy to spot in the area. And they also believe that you can spot one if you see a humanoid figure in the distance suddenly crawl on its hands and feet to scurry away. So they were known to prefer crawling on all fours, uh, even though they are capable of walking on two feet. So they're very... Yeah. Maybe that's go faster. They... Oh yeah, that's true, because they can run faster. Yeah, and they said that they're more like animal-like, so it makes sense that they're more likely to crawl on all fours than, than like us. Um, but another interesting feature of ghouls is an early legend where they were particularly not necessarily associated with eating the dead. They were known to prefer fresh meat. And while they didn't turn down a corpse, uh, if they were no longer like a food source for them, they would definitely try to prefer a, li a actual living victim instead of a, a dead one. No. So yeah. they do eat. Yeah, they do eat fresh meat then. Yeah, they do. But I, they said that if only if like they can't find a human, like a, mm -hmm. a live person, they would go to like a dead person. Oh my but God. some creepy stuff. And they were also known to enjoy drinking blood and stealing coins for some reason. I don't know why, but that was one of them. And early ghouls were also known to carry disease on their skin, which could have been the reason because of like the areas that they were in and abandoned places. So they weren't really safe and they're kind of gross. <laughs> but yeah, that's enough of the um, Arabic stuff. Let's go into Irani lore. Uh, there's a lot of Persian folklore out there about ghouls who are anthropomorphic monsters, and they're also capable of transformation, kind of like uh, in Arabic lore as well. They're hideous monsters with a feline head, forked tongue, hairy skin, and deformed legs that resemble the skinny legs of an infant. 
Um, well, <laughs> so they that. eat children and they have infant legs. Infant yeah. legs. I don't even no, know wait, how to imagine that. But... I can't even picture that in my that's head. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, in the works of early poets, the word ghoul invoked images of empty deserts and desolation. Um, the authors often uh, mentioned that ghouls were not only inhibiting deserts, but they were also assuming the appearance of animals as small as sheep or as large as elephants. So they have a lot of different ranges of uh, different animals they take on. They can also transform themselves into men, women, any other form, but they are unable to change the form of their feet, which resemble hooves, and is the only way that they are identified, similar to Arabic folklore as well. So those who have claimed to see ghouls report seeing different stories about their form. Uh, horses on their lower half of their body is what's often reported, and then they're full on a human being on the upper part of their body. And female ghouls are said to be very beautiful, while the male of the species is very hideous. But some old stories imply that both have horns and tails. Um, Ghouls are often believed to like human flesh, whether of a freshly killed human or a corpse, um, but they usually, the women, have charming features, and according to a story, a prince riding in a desert came across a beautiful woman and offered her a ride, and however, while they were traveling, he noticed that she had donkey-like feet of his companion, oh my God. and then he automatically- <laughs> You missed the feet. Always look at the feet first. Before. Yeah, exactly, and he knew that she was a ghoul, so he kicked her off of his horse and galloped away, but the actual ghoul, that she appeared as a ghoul, and she chased him on foot and followed him yeah. into a encampment, which they came across, and the prince ran into a tent and asked for help, but the woman claimed that she was his wife, and he was merely trying to abandon her, and the master of the tent was considering like whoa wow she's so charming and you know she's just a innocent woman so he offered her he yeah and he offered to take her off the prince's hand so the prince agreed and left her with the suitor and she stayed the night with that guy and in the morning the host was found with all of his internal organs eaten away and his head uh, that's what you get that's what you get exactly that's what you get. <laughs> exactly <laughs> he literally took her yeah, because he didn't believe her or him, and then he saw her, and then it was too late, man. But that's enough of Persian folklore. Let's go into India. So there's a few uh, mythology-related um, stories in India. So in Tamil mythology, there is a shaggy-haired creature known as Pei, and they chose to have human battles with people to drink the blood of those dying with um, an open wound. So they would on purposely try to fight them in battles just so that they could basically drink their blood. <laughs> and in Buddhism, there's a concept of a ghoul, but it's very different. It's related to the afterlife. And there's a belief that in a human's journey through death, there is a dreamlike state known as bardo. Um, and this is where the soul encounters the pisashi ghouls. Uh, it's a fierce female being with beastal heads and an appetite for bones and organs. So I'm not sure why that's the case, but it's very different because it's it's not like in real life, like it's more like after you die and, and all that. Um, and there are also some Hindus who believe in a ghost figure, uh, like a, it's called Vetala, a demon that haunts cemeteries and animates dead bodies. And there's also this um, 
order called Rakshasas. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, they're a whole order of evil demons that disturb sacrifices and harass devout people and eat people as well. And in India, there's like a line between a ghoul and a vampire figure. So although cannibalism in Hinduism is forbidden, some groups have done this. And this is kind of where the concept of ghouls have um, maybe occurred from because of that. And it kind of reminds me of what Maria talked about, where sometimes people who take on the form of humans are actually ghouls. So maybe that's the case in this one. Snap. Yeah. In Europe, uh, very different stuff, but because of A Thousand and One Nights that was uh, translated by the French writer Antoine Gallen, uh, because of that, there was a huge influence of ghouls and the idea of them. But people have speculated that the text might be tainted because of Gallen's loose interpretation of the original text. And some people have actually said that he created several new characters and added them to the stories that were actually not originally part of the work. And one of these characters was Amina. She was a woman who enjoyed keeping company with ghouls in the graveyard rather than spending time with her husband. Um, this version of Ghoul was actually introduced the whole idea of it and how they spend time in the graveyard. And so this, this in turn uh, introduced the idea of ghouls in the graveyard and how they feast on the dead. And this widely spread across Europe and this became a ghoul legend and originated all of that. So similar to Arabic tales, ghouls have canine features and hooves, but instead of hairy bodies, they are pale creatures with rubbery skin, and they are reported to have sen be sensitive to light, although they're not the same exact as vampires are. And although that light can cause them pain, it can't kill them, though. So they're just sensitive to it. And in addition to being pale, these, these ghouls are also capable of shape-shifting, kind of similar to the other folklore and cultural implications as well. And they also have even greater shape-shifting abilities than even the earlier ghouls. So a lot of recent literature has kind of suggested that ghouls are able to shape-shift to the form of the last victim that they devoured. And regardless of whether the human was alive or dead uh, when they feasted on that flesh. So additionally, they have also been able to, to access memories, kind of similar to what Mario was talking about as well, and they also blend into society. And lastly, this suggests that some ghouls have a rather fierce and grave appearance. Others are capable of blending into human society, but they kind of switch with human children at birth and grow up in human households unnoticed. So they're completely blended into human society, and we don't even know it. So this could be... It's kind of uncertain if the features are less harsh because they grow up in an environment that's, you know, not as evil as when they were born into. But either way, they are able to pass on and be normal, kind of like us. With so ease. they don't have the desire to eat flesh as a baby. Um, they said that they're still ghouls, but the way that they're like live, they're just so similar to humans that you can't really like identify them that easily. No, I don't like that. That's so scary. <laughs> that reminds me of the movie Us. Us? Yeah. The one with Jordan TV Peele? Show? Yeah, like Jordan Peele. Like he directed that. You know how it's like a spoiler alert. Um she was she was the mirrored version all along. <gasps> I mean huh? But yeah. Did you watch that movie? Don't tell <laughs> me. <laughs> oh no. Spoiler. I told you this. Well, it reminds me of that. 
Like, you could be the ghoul version all along. This reminds me a lot of um, an anime called Tokyo Ghoul. I really like that anime. Tokyo Ghoul. Okay, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, we're going to talk about that because it's very similar to this. And, like, they yes. pretty much show how in that anime that the people, like, they are ghouls, but they people can't, like, recognize that they have ghoul abilities. Like, they look so human-like. They just eat flesh. Like, that's the only difference. So this kind of sounds like that. Maybe, maybe that's real. In Japan, though, it's a little different. They believe in a human-eating spirit named Jin-kin-inki. I don't know if I said that right, but Jin-in-inki are the spirits of greedy or selfish people who were alive and are cursed to, after death to seek out and eat human corpses. And they do this at night and they scavenge for dead bodies specifically and even food offerings that are left for the dead. Um, they also sometimes loot the corpses. They eat for valuables. Um, they also kind of use that to bribe local officials and to leave them alone, kind of. But these spirits, um, they hate their condition and they hate their craving for human dead flesh, but it's because they're cursed, pretty much. So they have a little bit of a different origin story than the other ones. So they don't want to eat? human flesh yeah but they're cursed into it because of their greed it's like they were cursed into living yeah. like that wow. the greed the greed yeah so it's like they hate that but they have to do it anyway mm. um yeah and they also look like decomposing cadavers and they also have very few inhuman features like sharp claws or glowing eyes and they are terrifying looking and any person who ever sees them or like ever spots them can like freeze with fear because they're so terrified of how they look um but there are also several stories that give them the ability to magically disguise themselves as normal human beings and even lead normal lives by day so this is very similar to a lot of other cultural interpretations and this is like a pretty common uh belief as well and they're also depicted as being upset by their condition and they just want peace and um they also hide their existence as much as possible since they know that people will probably um discover them and chase them down for the terrible things that they've done so they just try to to stay away from everybody and yeah nice <laughs> uh what? except the fact that <laughs> they eat humans but like they don't oh. want to you're a ghoul sympathizer <laughs> i feel bad for them I mean, th technically, they were bad when they were alive, so that's why that's like their curse. Like, that's like their punishment for being greedy and selfish. Okay. Which sounds very insane to me, but I don't know why, like, human flesh. Like, why were, like, I don't know. It's just a very. We're most delicious. Yeah. And we're, delicious. Uh, we're like the most, we're like the smartest beings in the planet. Right? Aliens? Yeah. No, 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 not aliens like us human beings yeah, are the most yeah. advanced we're the most advanced evolutionized species in the planet I, I wonder why they don't like to eat animals i don't know right if they eat our blood like i mean we're so close to animals like i think it's that greed factor you know like that keeps coming up mm-hmm we have we're so greedy especially so we're very we're very complex greedy so they like are attracted to that and they want to feast on it 
Javeria, your mic is like, it's like, sounds like a little robotic. <laughs> oh my god, it does? Yeah. Like, not like robotic, it just sounds like it's like something's interfering or something. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> okay, I didn't hear it at all. Wait, well, you, you can't sure? hear it? Mm -mm. Do you okay. hear? Do I sound okay? No, so I hear this like cut. Like it's like sounds like it's something's cutting. I don't know if that's I just me. I don't hear it. What the heck? I think that might be just me. <laughs> what? I hear it. I kept hearing it. I don't know if it's gonna pick up on the. I guess thing, we'll but... have to oh see. Later. Shoot, me? Recording. Shit. Oops. Anyway. Well, what are we talking about? Well, I, I mean, I'm done. So. Okay. Um. Oh, is this my part then? Yep. That was only 16 minutes. 16 minutes? Shoot, nice. I talked that fast. Should we have discussion? Let's have dis let's have more discussion on my part. Yeah. Okay. okay. Okay, continue. Well, all right. I guess I can start now. Um, so we kind of talked about, I see like the recurring theme, like, okay, greed, ghouls are taking over your body. You know, they roam in the night. And yeah, so ghouls are usually apparent in a place in places at night where humans aren't usually at like this is like this this could be deserted ghost towns deep forests and also like those silent graveyards and like there's kind of a, I guess there's a reason why humans don't really go into graveyards because it's um it's it's scary and you know there's dead people buried deep inside so you just kind of avoid that, especially at night. Um, so yeah, that's the place that they like to hang out the most. And they said, and like, I guess I'm reiterating everyone's, what they, what you all said, that they do take the shape of the person they recently eaten. And um, that just confounds me in a lot of ways and really deeply irks me because I do not like shapeshifters at all. And um and also they have kind of like a surprise element. So this is one story um, that I found. Um, so this is actually, this is like kind of an evidence thing. And well, okay. So it takes place during a mil military operation. Uh, if you guys are familiar, Desert Storm, like that happened in the 1990s in the Gulf War uh, with US and Saudi forces against Iraqi forces. And um, in this particular uh, like operation, uh, I guess like a subset of that, there were like two units that uh, were like American and Saudi and the Saudi, like the 35 men unit, um, you know, they're like tracking each other and they suddenly disappeared from the GPS tracking. And um, since you know like they were in communication with each other the american unit was obviously very like confused and they wanted to like actively search for them you know in case something happened or like uh you know if they were attacked or anything so they went to search for the last place they were in known to be in and uh there they found many bullets and some of their bodies of the dead soldiers and you might be thinking okay so they they may have like had like a crossfire you know some of some other like opposing forces like found them and shot them but actually uh not quite so they were shocked to their bones 
because the soldiers that they found had no flesh remaining on them at all. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like no flesh remaining on them. They're just they were they were just like they were skinned. Like basically skinned or just nothing at all for their bodies. Oh my god. And this wasn't um I guess this wasn't like that very long. Like when they were just How's that them. possible? Mm. well they thought well they were like thinking oh okay they could have been attacked Mm -hmm. by a rabid animal or like some kind of like i don't know like just like an animal or something or whatnot uh that they were defending themselves or you know and then like their bodies were like scavenged like that but that must be something bigger no, yeah, that's like that totally doesn't make sense because if it was an animal, like you would still have like something more remaining to mm-hmm. them. And like, there's like not- 35 men, like that's a lot of men to that's to get lot. through. No, and- that's, that's not all of the men, so that's like some of them. That's like a portion. Oh, that's and a lot, the other portion, uh, so like so basically Uh-oh. they were searching more areas for like the other people, and like around 80 kilometers away which is like uh 49 miles um uh, they checked the previous location uh like away from the previous location and then they found like the remaining soldiers however like their condition was way worse they were found as skeletons with signs of brute force on their bodies and it appeared as if something ate them so not just like their body they're just like eaten like like was their body still intact Mm-mm. no it's like you can tell like there is it was like a violent fight oh my god and their bodies were eaten you can kind of i guess you can tell um, how, how long did they go missing for <laughs> i don't know i wouldn't guess that long though because like probably like a week or something yeah maybe a week or a few days that's still like insane like the fact that they have nothing like no flesh just bone yeah insane. how how long does the body decompose let me just wait let me just look that up <laughs> let me just look that up uh okay so 24 to 72 hours after death Oh, uh, never the mind. internal organs decompose three to five days after death the bar- the body starts to bloat and the blood containing uh foam leaks from the mouth and nose and then eight to ten days after death the body turns green to red as the b- blood decomposes and the organs like they um they emit this gas that's like uh that's very um that's very poisonous kind of so that's like probably like without any kind of thing that's normal humans yeah normal humans so i'm sure like they weren't found as that they were just found as like like basically skeletons but it's like weird some of them were skeletons and some of them weren't Mm. yeah i think it depends on I guess it depends on like um the amount of fighting that they were doing or also uh, the distance 
so I don't know it just depends on their condition but this this lot was much worse it must have been some insane animal to take down that many people like insane animal okay that's what you think I mean that's what I would logically think that's what that's what they were kind of thinking too as well so I would my question Mm -hmm. how how did they come about like thinking that this was caused by wool um i guess because if you were if it was like an attack with a human humans wouldn't do that you know like you you dead you're dead you know what i mean like yeah and plus there would be more signs of like another human i guess exactly like maybe or if it was an animal you'd see like the teeth mark or like the bite mark whatever and humans yeah. you would see like the bullet or like something because you know, know this is like a war zone basically yeah. a battle zone so like you would see like a bunch of other bullets and um more and also like men that were like the opposing force dead too at least one body right mm-hmm. but were they in a secluded area they were um well i'll get to that more but it's basically a deserted like a desert land Mm. like like a very arid place like open desert area yeah like an open desert like this was known to be in deserts too yeah that's that's a thing because this is like damn yeah and this was in 1990 yeah this was yeah this was like in desert store and during that military option military operations supposedly do you think that they knew about ghouls back then Mm, i think um maybe not the americans maybe the saudi people know because this is like close to their region yeah so maybe they know so um basically when the saudi so the saudi authorities they were immediately notified and there was like um a an army personnel on standby like whose name was or is uh douglas daytrick sorry i'm sorry if i'm mispronouncing it um who's a military research librarian and a part of he was like a part of the American unit and he was interviewed and he said the Saudi authorities said that there is there are no such animals that exist in the desert that can attack with such force especially and also considering the circumstances they were soldiers so they could not like like you could not go those the animals would have gone down if they were animals that attacked them and to add to that, a policeman working in the Saudi police department said that in response, um, the way they were killed was not from any animal. And so, like after more some more digging, the the last known location, um, it is said the Saudi unit went to was a place that was very unsafe, and it was an abandoned temple. That was said to be the temple of the ghoul. What? There was like a picture of it. A <laughs> temple? Ooh. Yeah, like a temp, like the temple of the ghoul. What does that mean? Do what, ghouls attend this temple? It's like an abandoned <laughs> temple. So they just oh. call it the temple of the ghoul. Mm-hmm. Because of what happened to them? Or it was already ha- like named it that was- before? 
Yeah, that's what they um found. Like they thought they that was nearby. Wait, why would they go there? I don't. I don't know. Like maybe I have no explanation. Maybe they, the ghouls dragged them there mm. in some kind of way, seduced them over there, or they oh, tried ooh. to investigate. Or maybe the ghouls took over their body in some way. I don't know. <laughs> go there. I don't know. But wait, did they say the Sodi unit got killed or something, or did they just go to that temple? No, no, no. Uh, they were they were kind of known to be there. That's interesting. Oh, wow. The last why. location. Yeah. Oh, maybe they like got them to attack the opposing side. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm saying that maybe it's like the Saudi unit, like they talked to the ghosts or like the ghouls. And they were mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, we're going in a war right now. So maybe you should attack them. And then maybe they attacked them. And that's oh, why they went to the temple. Like a contract? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That would be kind of messed up. That would be messed up. And that would be crazy. Supernatural beings, you know. They can do yeah. whatever. Why and, not? And this is the desert. This is like ghoul territory. I don't get it. Like, who named, who named that temple the ghoul temple? Like... I it was know. just well known. Like, in Maybe that it was, area. yeah, it was well known to be in wow. that area in the desert, like a very abandoned place. Like, uh, that was just the temple of the ghoul, wow. like a desert, a ghost town that doesn't exist anymore. Or maybe or ghouls live exist. there. The ghouls live there. Ghouls yeah. like live in abandoned places. Exactly. Like, and then yeah. there was their territory. So maybe they were like, hey, yo, like these people are coming. <laughs> so why not just annihilate them? And that's exactly what they did. Annihilate mode. Yeah. Scary stuff. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah, I think that's because even the, there's like no explanation to. Like, even the person who was, like, on standby, like, the army personnel, he was, like, confused, too. And, yeah, supposedly, like, this is a real thing. And this is, like, the military, too. I mean, I know, like, they hide some stuff, but, you know, maybe they did find out some things they weren't supposed to. Or maybe, like, the Saudi unit was, like, investigating. They were, like, what like what happened? And then maybe they had a true. feeling that it was a ghoul because they're, like, you know, they know that, okay. that that's their land. They're just like, uh, maybe no animal, but like, case closed. Maybe they want to talk to the ghoul. They like, they went over and were like, "Hey, yo, did you do this?" And then they tell in, them in Arabic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I don't know if ghouls can speak. The... I mean, they can shape shift. They can shape shift. Yeah, they so they, they could probably do over. it. They have memories, so they can take the language. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, that works. That's kind of scary, though, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it it is. It truly is. Ooh. But anyway, um, yeah, so there's like a theory that also um, that it can travel to humans. And um, if ghouls and humans make a contract with each other, uh, similar to how like a contract with the devil to do bad things, um, this is where a human is neither alive or dead but the human 
like after the contract, they're somewhere in between where um, you're basically sacrificing and compromising your sanity, soul, and religion slash values. So you can never have true authority once over yourself again if you make a contract with the ghoul. Why would you make a things. contract? Because um, you want to get rid of someone. You want to do something bad. Okay. You yeah. can you can take the help from that ghoul to do so. Wow, how evil can you be? Yeah, I don't know. Oh my gosh. You're gonna go to a ghoul of all people? Like, what the heck? That's kind of messed up, bro. Yeah, like, the ghouls do, like, the dirty work. So the humans are just gonna... Like, maybe you're so jealous of someone. And you just want to get rid of them. So you just be like, okay, I'll sell you my soul in exchange for getting rid of that person. Like, you hate them. But that's sad. I just... That's some sad stuff right there. Yeah. Um yeah i mean there was like a netflix series mini series that came in 2018 where you can like do a blood contract um but it's not a true story i don't know but um it begs the question like you can do whatever you want to do like get your work dirty work done through a ghoul it kind of reminds me of like a gin because in gins too i think that's like similar yeah yeah it's similar yeah whoa that's kind of messed up yeah yeah, there's actually, yeah, it's like a lot in, I was looking it up in like pre-Islamic times, a lot of them were, so it would, it would make sense, like they're just a suppressed and. Wait, they're suppressed? Wait, what do you mean? Like, I don't know, like there's, their powers are suppressed or something, because I was like looking it up also, um, like they were they could like convey i don't know <laughs> like so they can also like transform to different kind of animals but they also can like um collect hidden messages and like like magicians in the land i don't know because i think back then magic or magicians were more known to be you want you know what i'm saying <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying sense. wait oh wait you mean like um like ma- magicians could like control yes. a ghoul yes yeah uh, yeah that's like similar to jinns because people believe that too yeah wow that's I messed up that. and i think there's certain restrictions for like uh well i don't want to get into like jinn territory but like ghouls um they have like certain restrictions to them where they're only confined to like land and if they don't like, if they go into water or anything, they can, like, burn themselves. So maybe that's why they're in, like, a lot of desert places. Oh, that's true. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, so like... what if yeah. it rains? They just hide. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm probably thinking more of, like, like water as in, like, bodies of water. Mm, okay. More so. Yeah. Because you always find them in the ground or, like... You never find them in the sea, in the ocean, <laughs> right? Yeah, but what if it rains? It rains. Um, I don't think that's like enough water. I don't know. Okay. Like, there's like I don't know, certain barriers and rules they have to follow. So yeah, but um, so ghouls and humans, as you can see, they're totally different. But I understand. Um, 
there's like some symptoms that we kind of talked about where it's like similar to ghouls and um like I guess one of the symptoms is like a sensation of emptiness so yeah back to the Tokyo ghoul <laughs> thing uh the mangaka artist uh Sui Ishida he said he experienced some symptoms of ghoulism so um uh, he was basically overworking himself at the time since uh, his ma- his manga got like so popular and everything. And um, like he felt like he was going through the same things as his character, uh, Kaneki. He was like f- feeling um, so like a loss of taste. And basically... He writes this, he basically says this, I've I've developed complications in my body. I was scared at first, but after seeing all all sorts of symptoms show up in every few months, I resigned myself to the fact that this was the kind of body I had. The most striking part to me was that I lost my sense of taste. No matter what I ate, everything would taste the same. Even though the symptoms were different, I feel like I turned myself into a ghoul. So I'm sure he's not saying he's like an actual ghoul, but I think that's like similar to what ghouls feel, like a sort of emptiness and that whatever they're eating, like even if it's like human flesh, it's like tastes the same. That's gross. (laughs) Thoughts? I just don't know. I don't don't know what to say. (laughs) They just... So they find human flesh. Um, what? Sorry, what was the last part you said? So they find it. Uh, he basically lost the sense of self. I mean, sense of taste. Mm-hmm. And no matter what he like ate, everything would taste the same. So he everything still tasted the same. Everything tasted the same. It. Like what? Whatever he like, just I don't know regular food. So he couldn't taste it. Yeah, it's just, yeah, he just lost his sense of, like, there's no flavor, there's no excitement. I mean, there's some, like, medical conditions where you lose your sense of taste, so maybe that's yeah. what happened. I, I, yeah, I don't know. that's true Um, in a lot of cases, even in COVID, right, mm-hmm. you can lose your sense of taste. Um, But I think that's more of, like, the emptiness problems, and uh, he was just overexerting himself, and I was just wondering, maybe, like, that is a sign of ghoulism is being a little empty inside so that's why you need to fill yourself with flesh interesting um, yeah it's that's a thought that's like i guess the least uh extreme so going into the more extreme um you know there is such stuff like cannibalism we talked about and in one story i think you heard about this in pakistan and islamabad in 2014 these two brothers dug up as many as 150 bodies uh and feasted on their like uh the flesh to make like freaking food out of it oh my god (laughs) like curry and stuff (laughs) and yeah they're um their families even knew about it too that's the i mean they're kind of investigating like the police is investigating uh whether their wives knew about it because i think they did yeah yeah right and they were willing to eat i guess they were willing to eat that too it's not like 
they kind of right you don't make curry for yourself you make it for the whole family and everything no but i think their wives left them oh they did mm-hmm. that's oh, what they shoot. said yeah. but i don't know if they were involved in it too you know they never said yeah but that's that's kind of weird because one day you just end up with a pile so of that flesh. that story reminded me of like uh what we were talking about today like ghouls like what if they were ghouls yeah that's the whole family or what if like one the husbands were ghouls mm-hmm. or the wives were ghouls and then you know or maybe they I, I remember ghouls. um sorry i remember the, the story like they said that they like had something to do with like black magic like they went to this person and they were like doing something so maybe they had like connections with uh ghouls because like yeah. you were saying like magicians can like you know control ghouls so maybe that's what happened like they sold their soul and like they possessed them yeah that's kind of creepy though yeah. still gross and disturbing though they had that's the thing um they had like even in prison they refused to eat the jail food offered. Wait, what? Like, so when they were in prison, uh, they were offered, like, regular what humans eat food. They didn't want it. <laughs> they didn't want it <gasps> at all. That's what, that's what ghouls do. They don't want human food. That's right. I right? mean, yeah, ghouls. human food. What the heck? My God, they were ghouls. Stop. Yeah, they it's did all not makes want sense. it. No. What the heck? Oh, my God. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, maybe they were ghouls. And yeah, so and this is like a part of the region where I guess it's more popular uh, or common. And yeah, so the, maybe they could have had been ghouls this whole time. But if they don't eat human flesh for long periods of time, they will start to show. So mm. I don't know. That's the yeah, thing. maybe they're like part ghoul. Part ghoul. Maybe they're the sons of ghouls. The sons of ghouls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Because they just didn't want it at all. Wow. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of psychological weird stuff. Yeah. But also, I guess to bring it to more, um, like, with more cultures and everything, there's, like, an Amazonian tribe called the Wari. So they practice uh, mortuary cannibalism until the 1960s um to note and this involved like uh only consuming like the small amounts of the corpse bodies uh which were basically you had to be the dead person's kin like close kin to do this and um and this was basically the treatment of all the the tribes corpses except for a few cases where some of them were cremated and yeah so they didn't think this was like any sort of like it wasn't wrong it was kind of almost like an honorable thing to do and like that's how you deal dealt with the grief and and basically to honor the dead person to eat their flesh so you eat them a lot of it because you want to honor them um i don't understand that (laughs) i do not agree with that yeah um i think it's just they want to like they're coming in terms with the relative's death so i guess they wanted insights and their memories from the people and i guess that can relate what you said maria with the um 
which I'm gonna call like the ghouls like take people's memories mm-hmm. so this is kind of what they're trying to do they're honoring them mm-hmm. like they want to see their um inside of memories. their lived experiences and interesting their emotions yeah and they only do this with like their own though like mm-hmm. if they're I mean, they will also like do um, exo cannibalism, which is like eating enemies or social outsiders, and also oh, like that's um, gross. Yeah, but the enemies are like they're very ho- they're not treated as- with the same respect, so they're very hostile. Uh, the enemy parts, body parts, are abused, and they're not treated with the same respect. They're disrespected and basically they're freshly roasted flesh basically eaten off the bone and there's just this totally different um like treatment towards eating enemies yeah (laughs) uh so that's yeah that that's they just don't treat them with the same amount of love (laughs) love you call that love in their eyes yeah i guess yeah it's scary yeah i don't know would you ever want would i would i (laughs) eat human flesh i'm joking i'm joking joking. (laughs) no no same i just i would never want to it's I guess yeah I mean so they were basically they felt like it was an obligation to do that um like the adult men they were like they were almost obligated to do this and if they refused that would be like a whole insult to the dead person's family disrespectful yeah yeah Yeah. but actually women were not required to participate in this cannibalism but they only did that at their own discretion Mm. and basically yeah they didn't have no like any kind of they basically consumed any age any sex like both sexes and yeah even babies yep if it if it had to be done it had to be done and yeah so they were just treated almost with equal reverence you know and yeah they would usually do this in late afternoon and they would eat during like the dusk so yeah wow begin at dusk do they still practice this no i don't think so like it was only till the 1960s the articles (laughs) okay yeah but the dead persons um the closest like the person closest to the dead person their kin uh, they were the in charge of dividing the the brains, the heart, the liver oh into small pieces. And um, they placed it on very clean mats and everyone just started, you know, eating. Oh, uh, family yeah. meal. And, yeah. Wait, do <laughs> they cook it first? Yeah, they have to cook it mm. and everything. I, th- I think it's, yeah, it's usually... They definitely cook like they eat it with like other things, you know what I mean? Like with bread. They, I, I think they like roast it. I think they do. Yeah, no, no, they roast it. They roast it. Sorry. So it's not raw, really. 
Well, thank God for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one thing for sure. But um, sometimes, like, uh, some of the members who were who had to eat them, they did not want to, like, eat them at first. They kind of, so they weren't, like, you know, digging in. They kind of, like, held back, and they were, like, crying and showed reluctance to eat. Aww. So it, I guess it just shows that they didn't want to, like, they didn't want to they had to yeah they had to like just to show respect but they kind of i felt like i think they felt like it was wrong to do that internally and it was just like i don't know i guess yeah they just want to eat they want to eat that's sad that's disgusting like I mean, I've heard, like, human flesh smells or, like, tastes bad. Like, even animals hate it. Yeah, there's only a few animals who can actually eat that. I don't even think any of them can because they actually don't like it. Like, they think that it tastes bad. Like, we taste gross. Yeah. No, lions eat that. They only... That's the thing. Animals... I mean, sharks do, too. Okay, Okay. sharks are... Yeah, I mean, yeah, sharks, like, don't... They only bite and then they leave. I mean, sometimes they do eat, but, like, only if they have to. That's the oh, thing. Oh, they have to, yeah. Yeah, like, lions will do the same thing, but, like, they don't like it, though, because they think we taste gross, and I can't imagine, really? like, another human eating another human. Like, I wonder Ew. how that tastes. It's, like, with everything, like, it's almost like you're eating with bread and, you know, with ev- your whole drink and everything and... Your your diet yeah. Coke and <laughs> bread. God dang. No, oh, that's pizza. That's just, like, you're kind of Ew. cradling it. Oh yeah, it's a liver, and they have to consume like basically the flesh, heart, liver, brains, like every oh almost like God. the central part. Not the brain. The this brain. Is disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the enemy like bl- flesh, they kind of like tr- they treat it a little wor- like bad. They didn't eat with their hands. They ate with like like cocktail, like toothpicks and everything, and slowly and yeah. Uh, I don't know like yeah it's more I guess that's just how they dealt with um death and everything (laughs) um that's an interesting way to deal with death man I mean everybody has their way I guess everyone has their way dang um I guess I'll just end with one story (laughs) um so there's this one story Uh, this is like okay so taking away from like out of the cannibalism whole uh, stuff. Uh, this is one story where um, kind of begs the question, maybe there are um, actually ghouls living in graveyards. And um, so it comes from this Redditor called you, Nick Bodick. Um, so he says, my family has owned a cemetery for nearly five generations. And I've been working there since I was 12. The house that my family built on the property is about 30 yards back from the main office. One night when they were kids, uh, my grandpa and uncle were up late. My uncle happened to look out their window and swore to my grandpa that he'd seen someone walk behind one of the trees. And the lamppost illuminated the very first handful of plots and headstones on the other side of the road. But at that point, they were undisturbed. My grandpa and uncle stood at the window for a little while with my grandpa ultimately teasing my uncle for being scared. However, when they woke up the next morning, the police were there. In the hours between that they were, they looked out the window and saw the burial plots undisturbed about 4 a.m. 
in the time they noticed like the commotion, which is about 7 a.m., seven of the plots had been dug up. The headstones were stacked very deliberately like a house of cards, and behind them, the caskets were atop one another, their first one laying flat, the next one laying straight up, then flat, then straight up, flat, straight up, with the final one flat, with basic casket dimensions taken into account. That's nearly, so that's nearly 30 feet high. So I'm sure you can imagine, even with the machinery in the present day, that would take at least a bit of time to accomplish. But no, that was like in the 1950s. So that was somehow done in the span of less than 180 minutes with no one that lived in the house able to hear it going on. Oh my so, God. How, how is that possible? How is that possible? I don't know. They couldn't hear it. Even they Nobody did not hear it. it. Yeah, they really... They only saw like um, a lamppost, just first handful. Yeah. Or they like seen someone behind the trees, but I'm sure it's like nothing human, right? Like, I feel like that could have been the ghouls just stacking those after they ate. They're just like, just to mess with them. So were the bodies like just normal or they were eaten? Um you think i think they could have been eaten we don't know but the caskets were definitely like a stack like a house of cards oh my god with they wanted the ones they didn't want i guess yeah like almost like a jenga or yeah so were the bodies like missing or was it was just their caskets like lying on top of each other Mm, maybe could have been some bodies missing that's like really heavy you know that right like even if it was like a human inside or even like the caskets themselves those are like you need a bunch of like people to True, cooperate you said like 180 minutes less than 180 minutes so like 4 a.m to 7 a.m from around that time them. and the police like were there Oh my god. So maybe they heard some or like they were I don't know. They saw something. That's and this crazy. is who would go at like 4 a.m. to like exactly. Like within that. three hours they did all of that. That's insane. Right? That would take either a lot of people, maybe, but then they didn't hear anything. So that wouldn't they make really, any sense. They kind of saw someone behind the trees, but that can be like obviously them. I mean, 30 feet high, like that's, like, I would imagine that would be a lot of people. High. 30 feet high? That's like a built, that's a building, right? No, wait, wait, wait. 30 feet? It's a small building. <laughs> maybe. A, small a, small one, build, yeah. a little small building. Like a house, that's maybe. Insane. Like a small house. It's like stacking How many like. humans do you think that is? That's like. If they were 50? six foot, if they were all six foot. The caskets are large. They're like. Caskets oh are like, God. you know what I mean? They're not like small little caskets. Mm-hmm. Thirty They're, feet to high. Fit, to fit a human, you need that like extra space. That would be a lot of people, though. Yeah, that's not normal. Hello. Dang. That's spooky. That is weird. Yeah. So I just want to end with that. You know. Just... There you go. There you have it. That's all I have for you. <laughs> Take it what you will.
So do you guys believe in ghouls? Mm. Mm. There, I think, could be variation. Maybe. Maybe. She I wants to meet a ghoul. <laughs> I need to see it to believe I it. Oh my god. Interview you? with a ghoul. I don't know. <laughs> um, mm. I honestly, I mean, they sound pretty legit to me. I just, I've never heard of anything that's like a ghoul, like just mm -hmm. eating. Yeah. Like you hear about zombies, you hear about vampires, werewolves, but you don't hear about ghouls. So I guess it's like, um, it's ghouls? just such a weird thing. They're usually depicted in video games. But true, true. Yeah, they have to come from somewhere. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. I mean, maybe it's just like yeah. it's even when i was um you know doing research for the cultural stuff like they all describe them so differently so like i don't really know like what they actually look like like they could look like anything at this point and, but they all have yeah. like weird bodies though i just know that like why are they so different you know yeah like, exactly they... they all seem animal-like though so mm -hmm. and they all shape shift yeah <laughs> yeah i can i can see that actually you know what i think like there's some variation of yeah i think so I mean, they could be out there though i mean they're so common and like you know asia and europe and like all those countries are so big so it's not impossible yeah. so i might i think that they they could exist though it sounds sounds believable to me yeah i don't know um if i ever see a ghoul i'm literally running the opposite way <laughs> or, or even if oh, i see someone man. who says your flesh is taste says your flesh is tasty or like even shows a little interest in eating flesh i'm i'm go i'm gonna think you're a ghoul i'm sorry i mean i don't think a normal person would say that but i, I would be very concerned you imagine <laughs> <laughs> i mean that would be a little disturbing but yeah. you do you i guess um but yeah, what do you guys think? Let okay. us know what your opinion is if you think they are real. But uh, thank you for listening and check out our Twitter and our website and let us know your thoughts. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. If you have any stories of ghouls, please send us because I am terrified but interested at the same time. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys.